We're back this week and better than ever. We got the first weekend of MLB in the books. We figure out what life's going to be like with sports back in our lives. NBA bubble. Is it going to last? We dive into a new segment of our listener mailbag. Uh, Kevin tells us about dog farts, Austin Powers character power rankings, and we wrap up with power parenting corner. So thanks for joining. We love having you. Remember, send us messages, questions, Instagram, Facebook, on anything you want to hear on the show. We'll add it to our listener mailbag. Thanks again. Here we go. On your mark, ready, set, let's go. Dance, go, pro. I know, you know, I go psycho when my new joint hit. Just can't sit. Gotta get jiggy with it. That's it. Now, honey, honey, come ride. TKNY, all up in my eyes. You gotta try to bag with a lot of stuff in it. Give it to your friend, let's spin. Everybody looking at me, glancing a kid. Wishing they was dancing a jig. Here with this handsome kid. Sick a cigar right from Cuba Cuba. I just bite it. For the look, I don't light it. They'll wait to hand me on the hands. They all play. Give it up, jiggy, make it feel like four play. Yo, my cardio is infinite. <laughs> Big Willie Styles all in it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. So we got Dad at home. Kevin's Kevin's in the study. We're here for this episode. Yeah. What are, what are you guys drinking? Anchor's Mark rocks. A nice Cabernet Sauvignon. boy, Kev. He's back. I figured since last week I was stuttering a ton, I was like, eh, I need to. I need to pop it. I need you know, to pop it open. That was not my, your stuttering. Uh, your sense of humor is so much better. Yeah, true, true. Maybe it's because my stutter is funny. <laughs> Maybe, but that's the reason why. No. Uh, you turn into the skid better than anybody I've known with a stutter. <laughs> which there's like three people. Well, I grew up with two, two twins. Bill Walton had a stutter. Did you know? I told you that a zillion times. But there were identical twins living behind us. One stuttered and one didn't. It was the only way we could tell the difference. Oh, well, fair Sorry, enough. Kevin. I didn't mean to chase you away. I think they're I think they're working on getting their dog in order, which is just fine. Anyways, I'm having, rather than do a sidecar and a drink, I'm just having a tall Manhattan. Holy shit. It's a Justin Eves pour. Oh my yeah, god, heavy, heavy pour. I would go. It down. looked like beer at first, so maybe I don't believe you. Maybe if you chug it, I can then be. No, 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 no. He Holy could have sure. a baby in his hands tonight. No, no, no. He can't do that. Now we'll be talking. Safety first. So yeah, baby went down. Cece went down perfectly tonight, right before the pod. So we're we're good to record here. And uh, so yeah, how how the hell are you guys? How you been this last week? Good. Great. Uncle Terry beat me out. <laughs> Did you play golf with him? And Tim. Oh, Tim cousin Tim. A top. Ooh. Wait, question. I have a good segment. Terry and I, or Terry is my newest Facebook friend. Ooh. I should go onto his Facebook and comment on all the things that I'm like, yeah, Terry, are you sure? I'm doing that now. Well, Terry shot a 93, I shot a 96, and Tim shot a 106. Kevin, can you go back through like 2015 and just like every activity he's had on Facebook? I am. And on and just on some random old picture, I'm just going to ask why. Uh, and I'll just want to just call bullshit on most of it. Was this really the best angle you could have taken for this photo? Sure. We'll have to get, you know, Kevin could be a future member in the Ed. So who knows? This oh. could get him black. Your dad play golf? Mine? Yeah. No. My dad's awful. Well, that doesn't matter. That's why there's a handicap system. No, like he's like so bad that they're like, just don't play. We're not going to give you one. No, there were so many people that – there were a few that have scored over 100 in a scramble. I mean, that's me every single round. Kevin's just long off the tee. He ha- Kevin, if he applied himself, you know, if he joined a club like us, Dad – Oh God! You know, Kevin could be shooting. He could be an eight handicap in no time. Well, as the 40th anniversary of Caddyshack, you should watch that. You could learn a few things, Kevin. So I've been able to get on, on my Catfish account, but not my actual Facebook. Can you tell you us know? about that? Catfish. So my Catfish account, her name is is Caitlin Fish. I created her in college because there was an app where all the girls would go on 
the app and rate like the guy on a scale of one to ten and write horrible, awful things. Is this and where the I Notre Dame would... linebackers go to find girls? Yeah, sure. But this but this app rated me like a five point eight and said all these atrocious and Kevin's six things. Kevin's what six three so if you're six three you have to be at least a six right like there's a height uh, if you're over a certain height I feel like Jim, you're at least I, but a like minimum wor- but like the 5.8 I was like all right I'm fine with it the worst part was like but they said like tries to be funny asshole which is so rude so rude like I, I'm no asshole was that your sister who posted that one huh your sister posted that what no the co-eds no. The sorority sister, the no. little sisters, what do they do? All the girls just out at Miami just shagging balls, if you will. <laughs> Your balls. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. There he is. Man, I right. drink just every week now. It's much more fun. So did you create <laughs> you created this alias to boost your uh, ratings? Yeah, so, or? so I created it to get onto the app to make myself much higher and much more of a attractive man. However, they realized that like the phone was also linked to a mail account, and they're like, sorry, you, you can't get on it. So then I just started to catfish just random people people across the country i convinced one guy that i should that he should fly to columbus ohio which was where i was from to uh come and and visit me and then once it got to the to the brink i sent him the wikipedia link for just a catfish like the fish itself he's like haha i love catfish too haven't spoke back (laughs) shout out to donald bynes Oh, <laughs> holy cow! We're giving up names. Yeah, uh, this is a guy you were dating online. Yes, yes. Catfishing, catfishing is not illegal, right? We had an. I don't know if you're defrauding somebody of their what, love. What am I? You put a price on love. Am I defrauding him of his? If he paid for a pit plane ticket, there's money right there. I just defrauded him because. Oh, he, there you go. You're admitting it. As your lawyer, keep your mouth shut on this stuff. Just you, go after Monte Teo or whatever his name is. Oh, that's interesting. God damn it. Well, I can't access Terry's Facebook. I don't know my own password. Oh, well, we'll get there. <laughs> womp womp. Well, have him send you one. So Ooh, you hold on. I will, um, from, I, I will request to follow him from Caitlin Fish and see if he accepts. Would Uncle you try to ruin their marriage? No, no. <laughs> no, Kevin is a. <laughs> That's not your first glass of wine, is it? That's a deep rabbit hole. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, plenty. Is there uh, Bob and Janet got plenty of Cabernet at the house? They do. Uh, they have um, Bella Union, very good. And I'm like, whoo, maybe I should buy some of that stuff. And I'm like. And then I go online, I look at the price, I'm like, it's over $10. I'm like, eh, too steep. Too rich for my blood. Yeah. All right. uh, Just take a few bottles out of the house every time you visit. See, but they don't have a ton of wine. They just have, but they have a lot of vodka, and that's about it. Actually, they have a ton of bourbon, and they never drink it. So if you want to, yeah. So if you want to come and say, but you should. Yeah. Are we uh where are we on uh new niece or nephew alert? TBD still still baking in the oven. Mm. The ovary oven. Uterus. Which is I that, saw which actually that, I got is I that got, where it's held? Yeah, I got to see the uterus after birth. I I the doctor did ask, they said, Do you want to see this? And I was like Not the uterus, the placenta. I was the uterus dad. And she, because they have to take the uterus out during the C-section to get the baby oh. out of there. Anyways, she's like, the doctor was all excited that I wanted to see it. And for those at home, cover your ears if you get a little bit, if you like rotisserie chicken. But it looked like a small oh. raw, raw chicken breast, you know, how to expand it. Anyways. <laughs> so I, I need love it. If people just came back after, but that comment and said, mine didn't look 
Mine didn't look like that. And it's just girls after girls saying how Kelsey's placenta is just super weird. How about actually, Kelsey what, feels what like if it was, shit, what and, if it's a, get, and then you're in, and then you get in trouble. Nobody took pictures of that, did they? But if it's a doctor's practical joke that she actually just held up a raw rotisserie chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I told what you that was your daughter. That would be even worse. No, the daughter was already out. She just wanted to see, but she's like, I got to put it back in, or do you want to see? And I was like, sure, why not? Anyways. I don't know about you guys, but sports, MLB first weekend back, NBA's coming back. I can't wait for sports to come back. On the main part of, I've been singing the same advertise or the song from this advertisement I've seen a hundred times that goes, round and round, you never come around. And it's just like from some stupid advertisement of a band playing in a basement. But it's my, from the rats. It's the a, rats. It's a Geico commercial. They say they have rats in the basement. I'm sick of it, but I love the song. So like, I hate the whole thing. Why I on hate Geico? Why on streaming devices like do you have to see the same ads a hundred times over? Isn't there a big enough like monetization? Oh, that's what well, you meant. Okay. Like, isn't yeah, yeah. shouldn't they be able to monetize the streaming like how many viewers there are so they get more diversified ads? Because I can't stand seeing the same commercial every seven minutes. Well, ask Tim to ask that when he goes and gets his MBA at Notre Dame. Hat tip Tim, uh, Mendoza School of Business, right? Yeah, $75,000. Jim, this had a hair of, uh, on you in this picture. Where? Unbelievable. What picture? Uh, I'm sending it. I mean, it's great. Oh, is this, the qu- is this the coffee cup one? Oh, goodness. It is amazing. Uh, sorry, I'm just going through all of That's my mother. Here specs. All right, well, well, we'll put those up on an Instagram slide. Uh, I saw that. That's, that's one from the... Well, maybe a year or two ago, when my hair came back after chemo. Uh, you, it, you look hot. You look hot. Okay, catfish. <laughs> Her name is Caitlin. All she right. Sure it is. She goes by Kate, so. Okay, Monte. She currently works at Pachinko, so. I thought she was at Hooters. Working All right. Li- library uh, at Hooters. MLB Bubble. It's going to blow up. I mean, the Marlins thing is incredible how they have so many people already testing positive. It's just a matter of time. And these guys all get on a plane and travel every three days around the country. Like, I can't believe that MLB and NFL, as it presently stands, have no other procedures in place other than to test people every day. It's like, one, on the one hand... Kelsey, producer-in-chief, made the comment of, well, don't pro athletes, aren't they kind of promiscuous, like, by nature? And, <laughs> like, they're going to have to tell athletes in their prime that they're, like, going to just have to either be monogamous or abstain from multiple partners. Keep the horse in the barn. So that's where they're going to get a lot of those uh, HBO adult after-night subscriptions in the, uh, in the hotel charges. Kevin, what are you Googling? No, I'm just commenting on Terry's pictures. All right. We need you here. We need you here for now. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Kevin. That was that was my only one. Focus, focus. I mean, I make a joke about professional athletes watching the HBO After Dark, and that gets nothing out of you. (laughs) It's a light tape. It's on tape delay. My dad my dad didn't laugh because he's like, I don't know what HBO After Dark is. It's like taxi cab. Confessions. The Bunny Ranch. Ooh, the Bunny Ranch. Uh, but that's where Lamar. Not the best little whorehouse. Odom had his like um, he OD'd at. Yeah. He yeah. almost died. It was at the Bunny Ranch. And they saved him at the Bunny Ranch. So yeah. Lamar. Yeah, but they have really the good bunny. wings at the Magic Kingdom or whatever the hell it's called. The Magic. <laughs> where did he go? Uh, Where'd he go? Lou Williams. Well, so yeah, the story there. So MLB. Uh, but the last topic on that, um, do we think it's going to be under two weeks before it all shuts down? Yes. It's sad. The Ohio Athletic Conference closed all sporting events to December 31st. The Ivy League shut down. The Marlins lost 11 to 13 players to COVID. The bubble has been broken on the NBA because they can't control their freaking players. 
And basketball and football are inherently contact sports where people are constantly in contact. Ain't yeah, work. baseball had an opportunity here. I'm going to be like, watching shuffleboard in November. Baseball with the sport that inherently is like not the most contact. They've blown it where it's like if you ha- if you fail to have a plan, then you're planning to fail on this. And there are states that have travel restrictions from other states that have professional teams. Like, well, Canada already kicked them out. Right. So uh, it's by the time we have this podcast next week, there might not be professional baseball. I mean, when you have one team completely knocked out, I mean, how do you have a legitimate season in a postseason? Well, they yeah. have 30 kids down on the farm that are in a separate location. Do they just have like – are they just going to take based on win percentage if someone plays 40 games versus 50 games versus 60 games? No, baseball no. just I wants think, to get the I think it's, money. I think it's, I think it's all going to be cut just at one time. Like I don't think it will be like a state-by-state state thing. I think that's too, too hard to manage. We need to get – um. You need one governor who will screw it all up. Ooh, that looks good. I'm going to read that label. 2017. Mm-hmm. But, wow. we need, Kevin, we need uh, your brother-in-law or someone in the insurance field to uh, talk about the insurance policies on if there's anything for these firms that have, what's that, that force de majeure or something like that? Uh, just picturing Ryan trying to say that is pretty comical. Well, the pandemic is I, not mentioned in, in, in the baseball else. contracts for this. In the baseball contract, there's a force de majeure uh, provision, but it does not include pandemics. Well, I mean, does any legal contract include pandemics at this point? Yeah. Yeah, if it's written in. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but like I mean like historically, up and up until yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, I dad, explain to believe. For our listeners, we'll do a little uh a, a legal learning. Uh, what's force de majeure? Well, they used to refer to it as acts of God. Yeah. Things that are okay. like All right. hur- hurricanes. Let's, let's that. Okay. Um you know, earthquakes, volcanic eruptions, wars, yeah. um, nuclear yeah, fallout. Yeah, the plane on the Hudson. Yeah. Sully. Yeah, Captain Sullivan. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. It's not gonna happen. But the other thing we talked about, one of the the wokest players in the league, Trevor Bauer. Dad hates, but I liken him to. He's the Kevin. He's the Krefting. biggest narcissist. He's the Kevin Crafting of MLB. Wait, hold on. Why do you think he's a narcissist? Hey, did you read his interviews? Both because he's outspoken in the national press. He says, I won't marry anybody. I'm telling right now, I'm just there for the sex. Let's start with that one. Okay. And then he's like, he everything's saying? about him. He doesn't give a shit about anybody else. And he doesn't care what you think. That's the definition of a narcissist. No, I think he's just very outspoken. So, like, well, when you compare no, 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 no. relative, no, no. it's all about him. Well, the, Dad, how many players are in the MLB that have that mindset? And don't put Pete that Rose out there with the women. Child. He's the grandfather of all of them. How many are out there and they're like, they, they can, you can use your fame, your athletic ability, all the glitz and glamour to string people along. They can have five girls on their fingers juggling who they're calling in different cities. He straight up just says, I'm not interested in the relationship. It's physical, transactional. That's not narcissistic. That's up, in, up front. Yeah. What's the definition of narcissism? Kevin's Googling it right now. You're older. I'm not. I'm trying to yes. see what Trevor Bauer said. Yeah. Take a look at Sports Illustrated. Oh, that's admiration of oneself or physical appearance. That's not what he does. And that's one part. Keep lack going. of empathy. He doesn't have it. Yeah, he so he's got lack of empathy for other people. He doesn't give a shit about anybody else. If himself. he was truly a, if he was truly a narcissist, then he wouldn't have fake thrown with the ball into center yeah. field. Well, so years back, he got t- he got taken out of the game when he was in in Cleveland, and he took the ball and he yes. threw it over the center field wall from the pitcher's mound. Actually, it was last year, right before they got rid of him. Dad, sure, yeah. I I think you just don't like it because it doesn't he doesn't fit into a box that you like. No, that's not true. That's not true. That's he calls not- out he calls out leadership in the org in. MLB on their bullshit and the contract negotiations. I get it. You might not like how like woke he tries to be. No, I but, don't mind that. I just but, think he doesn't give a shit about his teammates, anybody but himself. But I don't know if that's a hundred percent true. No one's ever said he's a bad teammate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Talk yeah. to. Oh really? Yeah. You're not listening. Okay. Talk to anybody listening to who? You? 
What? You? Who's famous? Read the Cleveland Press what it says about him. Go pull up the Plain Dealer from last year. Oh, shoot. I have to read Cleveland. Or Terry Pluto for Macron. Oh, my God. Akron Beacon. All right. I have to read Cleveland newspapers now? Well, regardless, he's the most polarizing figure in baseball right now. Just like Kevin is in our softball league. Which, we're 3-0. and We had a rain out last week. This Wednesday, big doubleheader. Expecting big things from Kevin. Are you able to make it this week? I am. I'm pumped. I am excited. I brought all my stuff here so I don't have to stop home. I'm good. I'm Gucci. Why are you there? So my parents went down to Texas because my sister is having a baby this week. Mm-hmm. So I'm the What? Watching the dogs, the house. What? I'm watching the dogs, the house. I watered some flowers. My mom has a shit ton of flowers. So is Anna with you or are you by yourself? Anna is with me. She's currently in the family room. I don't know. Just probably. Watching Home and Garden. I don't know. Watching HGTV. I don't know. Sorry, so long. Anna, Jim says hello. <laughs> um, all right. I haven't seen this since Ralph Cramden. This is where wow. we need. See, Kevin. Kevin needs to get on the the the, the vino every episode. This is just too dynamic. All right, NBA talk. We're you know, Dad. You think the NBA bubble is gonna burst? Tell me why, and then we'll tell you why you're wrong. Because when you put all these people in one place, and if if you can keep it sanitary, that's great. But if guys start getting out. And any one of them gets infected, and their and their close friends get infected. All of a sudden, now you got them all in the same bubble, and now you got a problem. If you can keep them all on the straight and narrow, that's great. But if you get them back in there, it's going to spread like wildfire. Now, those guys are young, they're strong, they're going to probably fight it off. But I tell you, and I said this from the beginning, if LeBron James gets this and gets sick, it's over. They won't tell us. May, they may not because it's money. But, Dad, the thing is, when these people get these excuses to leave the boat, whatever it may be, when they come back, they're, like, there's a gatekeeper around when they come back. So this – and they isolate that player. Lou Williams, for instance, goes to a funeral, like you said, and winds up at the strip club that he says has his favorite food in the city. Men are at a funeral. Yeah, I'll throw in a wedding every now and then. But funerals are insane. The chicks are so horny, it's not even fair. It's like fishing with dynamite. Horny. Yeah. Crazy horny. I just... At a funeral. Grief is nature's most powerful aphrodisiac. Look it up. I didn't know that. That's what I've learned. Ma, the meatloaf! Fuck! Which I learned that that strip club also has wings named after him. So oh. how can you not go there? It also has a lap dance named after him. I mean, a lot of places have lap dances named after him. Well, me. I've seen the Kevin one at the landing strip in Detroit. My God. You've been to the landing strips? When? Well, 100 years ago, my brother had his bachelor party there. <laughs> oh, Dad, don't buy it. It was before don't violate, so. don't violate the guy code now. Yeah. That's it. So don't violate the guy code now, Dad. But okay. all right, so here's why you're wrong. <laughs> all right. Those the, the teams that are gonna have the players that are goofing around goofing off if they break protocol, whatever, they're gonna be the teams that are like the five to eight seeds potential. Like the Clippers. Like the Clippers? Yes. No, all right. The Clippers Lou Williams is on the Clippers. <laughs> Well, that that's why you are wrong, son. But <laughs> the teams that don't take it serious, over time, it's a law of declining numbers. You're going to have less and less teams. It's They're only playing, what, eight games? Less than how many games? Is it like six to eight games or something? Well, to decide? Some teams I think are playing more than others. I think, I think it's eight regular seasons. And then they start the series against each other. You're only playing the same team. Now, if you're able to get someone who comes positive and you isolate them out – that in itself the problem is, is mitigating. They don't identify them until they've already been sick and they've already been spreading the disease. They're testing them every single day before they play. No, they're not. They're testing them every other day. No, no. that'll hold, increase. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, Kevin, you go. So Anna's cousin is a player development coach for the Clippers. He's not there. So they can only bring a certain amount of people, and then when they go into the playoffs, more and more people 
can show up. He is currently in St. Augustine, ready for the call. He has to test himself twice every day. What's he do? Turn to the left and cough and turn to the right and cough? Yes, he holds both balls and just goes cough, cough, and okay. He's coming back to the balls thing. No, no, no. But, like, I think Robbie has a point where it's declining numbers just time. You won't touch your nose, Robbie. Over, you just have to make it past, like, a week, two weeks at most, and then you should be, time after time, be better and better each time. But I think, again, to Jim's point, like – this was an inevitable situation where someone was going to fuck up and then they were, and they were oh, going to There's the F word for the night. Throw a quarter in the jar. It's a little uh, Easter egg. No, but, like, I mean, they are all going to screw up and, like, something like this was bound to occur. Yes, I agree with you. But I think basketball's of all the leagues, I'll say it again. I've said it so many times. Adam Silver's got this shit figured out. All I will tell you is Kyle Korver, he seems pretty nervous. So Kyle Korver doesn't go inside the three-point line, so he's probably good. I'm so exactly. Kyle Korver's like nicely positioned his career as like someone you think of as like a player, but at the end, like I don't want to call him a bum, but I think he's a bum. I don't think he's a bum. I think he's done the no, most. No, no, I mean he's like he is He's Mike Miller, but better. Well, J.J. Reddick has a better than Kyle Korver. I mean, they're both outstanding three-point shooters. But I think J.J. Reddick has always been a better player. Yeah, like, I, I think th- Kyle Korver just – he's not that good of a player. He just knows his role on a team. Korver's got a better release. He's a better long-range he's shooter. He's a 2020 Steve Kerr from his playing days. He fills in as he stays in the three-point line, yeah. but, he, but he's got a starting defense. role. But he's got a starting role, and he gets a lot of minutes. Yeah. So, How about the kid from he's Michigan? He's a glorified Tony from Miami. Oswald. The, the shooter came from Canada, went to Michigan, playing for the Heat. Um, oh, uh, Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. He's Second good. Half. Yeah, he's made he's himself done. a good player. He's improved every single year for the last ten years. Miami's got a lot of good young talent. Duncan Robinson has only been in the league for like. Two years. No, but I'm talking from the time he got out of high school. He, you were he, following him in high like, yeah. school. Well, we live just south of Michigan. I mean, we're 40 miles from Chrysler Arena. So uh, um, I didn't we saw all their games. So, but you said Canada. and well, I was he came like, out of Canada, and then he went to high school. 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 Yeah. <laughs> then he went to Michigan. Got it. Yeah. And he yeah grew, I knew he, that he, he went to college. college and then my dad filed their 1041 mm-hmm. tax return. No, the 1041s are for trust, you doofus. 990. Sorry. Oh, yeah, it's a trust tax return, man. Get can your tell, head out of your ass. Can you tell I've been on paternity for two and a half weeks? God, paternity. bat. You've been looking at uteruses, for God's sake. We know that. Uh, the plural is uteri. Uteri? Yeah. Oh, you looked at more than one in the hospital? Well, you know, you, you, <laughs> they actually hang them on a wall. It's like a weird trophy case. Like how Kevin's, do- Kevin's parents kept their dogs in urns in their garage. Well, you know what? Not, not, like oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They're not even in urns. They're still in like the tin can that they were <laughs> like really made it in. They're all in a brown paper bag and a tin can just on my dad's workbench. You got Maxwell House or Chuck Full of Nuts? It's Folgers. Folgers, okay. Yeah. We have Roxanne, Checkers, Peyton, and Emma. I didn't like Checkers, so I put her towards the left side. Then yeah. the us are are on the right on the near side so that was yeah so hopefully briggs will end up there one day otherwise he's going to be stuffed put him in briggs stadium what's that that was the former tiger stadium oh there you go all right well i told you this before you were drinking you were drinking sorry but whenever you bring up the tigers i just think because <laughs> every- five straight Central Division championships is recently as the last millennium. Yeah, but ever since Miguel Cabrera's gone downhill, it's just kind of like Miguel hit a home run against the Reds to go ahead there. And in, th- in the first three games of the year, that was his only hit. 
<laughs> yeah, I saw he's one there for nine. Go. I knew one there was a nine kick. on the season. I knew. But he was... had a single to start tonight. Their home opener. I'm afraid to look up the score. Robbie won't let me do it. Well, I just don't want you. Lo- I don't want you putting it next to your the phone next to the uh, computer and you updating live score play by play when we release this a day later. Um, anyways, new segment. Uh, based on some listener feedback, our uh, our listener mailbag. So these are questions and comments submitted by listeners, which we encourage all our listeners, whether it's commenting on our Instagram post, Facebook post, drop us a question, leave us a line on something you want to know. This week, uh, someone asked our opinion on who would win in a battle to the death between 100 Danny DeVitos or 10 Dwayne The Rock Johnsons. Thoughts? 100 Danny DeVitos because he chewed his ankles up and he bleed to death. I always go with the ankle biters. Plus, The Rock can't reach that low to hit Danny DeVito. He's, he's like ground level, man. You would catch him with high knees. High I knees? Feel like, I feel like if it's one Danny DeVito or one Rock for 10 Danny DeVitos, there's going to be at least one. A few Danny DeVitos that can get him just right square in the nuts and just get him bent over. I mean, I liken it to think Danny DeVito is his current age of what, 65, 70 years old, four foot ten. He's older than that. All right, okay. No. Given, given the age. He was I mean, in taxi in the 80s. Dwayne the Rock Johnson is probably what, 40? Still shredded, working on Danny DeVito, 75. So given go. that, he's 35 years old or not moving as well. In current times, it's no, hand-to-hand no, how's combat. The rock? How, 48. So See, we there have you go. It's not 20, 30. Yeah, so we have about 27. Yeah, he's still putting up weight. I'm just I'm trying to play out the scenario where I think like all it would take is a strong punch to one chest, like to a 75-year-old, and he's boom, one Danny DeVito down. Also, where is the location? Like, is this like on like a cliff? Like open field. Open field, no high ground. I see. They're not tied at the ankles. They're not. You're not able to just like herd them off the side. You know, right. right. I think this is a be a lot. Next issue. That what would be the issue? Danny DeVito versus The Rock. How many DeVitos does it take to beat The Rock? A gazillion. Okay, there we're done. Yeah, but I, I think that if you've seen the movie 300, I like the odds of 10 rocks over 100 Danny DeVitos in an open field. If you right. see Taxi, I go with Danny DeVito. What about uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Well, my, that's one of my favorite movies. It, it, for the longest time, I thought it was the best movie I ever saw. All right, next question from the listeners is, what is your least favorite part of uh, recording the coaches' meeting episodes? Jim, being upstairs at our house, it's 84 degrees. When I was in the ground floor, it was a lot easier. But mom, mom didn't like it, and she kept butting in, so I had to go upstairs. The favorite part is being with you two guys. You keep me young. Oh, thanks. Uh, biggest time or biggest annoyance about this is the fact that when it comes to seven i'm like shit i have to prepare and then i forget about it and then i log on and I'm like well sh- well shit again i had to prepare more i thought, I thought you were gonna say it was jim talking about golf that is atrocious that's <laughs> abysmal like it's as, the only sport we've had i know that? but like sometimes you bring up like someone that like so, like, I'm not, like, I'll watch, like, the Masters, the Open, PGA Championship, whatever it may be. I'm not going to watch, like, uh, the Duck International in Baton Rouge, Louisiana on, like, oh, a Oh, that would be the Freeport-McMoran. <laughs> but then you bring up, like, a guy that no one has even heard of, and I'm like, oh. oh this guy, one is, se- oh, yeah, I was crying. He just adopted his second baby his wife couldn't make it. All right, it. so my my least favorite part, <laughs> Dad goes on tangents right like that. And when we also ask, when I send out text messages for ideas, topics, and then I always just wait for whatever Dad's going to say, and then I have to try to decipher what we can use from that. Like today, yep, I'm in for 8 o'clock. Tigers win series from Reds and are in first. 
First time in about six years. Big emotional win for Michael Thompson and 3M Golf. Win gives him two-year tour exemption plus two exemptions in each of the Masters, PGA, U.S. Open, British Open after just adopting second child. Marlins being quarantined in Philly. Season at risk. How good is Trevor Bauer? How big of a jerk? <laughs> after three games, every team in MLB has at least one win and one loss. What are the odds of that happening? So that's astronomical. As, as boring as that was to listen to for our listeners, like think about like that we don't dive into those segments. So I remember I said, a lot of the listeners are my age. I, I've recruited them to the show. They don't well, have shit to do, so they listen to us. But we need these this to be relatable in the barbershop because Rick's got listeners, Dad. But so oh, I, wait, hold up, hold up. Wait, I gotta ask Kevin about my haircut. Story. Oh yeah, sure. What do you think? I like it. There you go. You look way better than Terry. So wait a second, I put my headphones back. Not on. as good as not as good as Tim though. I'm just going to say that. As who, Tim? Oh, Rick. Oh, Rick. Yeah, Rick. So I got my sense. haircut on Thursday, and it's weird that you guys haven't mentioned it, but I mean, my hair looks pretty good. Um, but Rick was telling me that he has this new puppy that has audible farts. And I'm like, what? <laughs> exactly. And so I always thought a that fart. That was Robbie, by the way. But I thought the sound the effects. Sa- but I thought the sound was always generated by the cheeks, like of the butt cheeks. But if his dog is audible farting, amplified. I'm like, why isn't my dog farting with the sound? Because if he's going to fart, I might as well laugh. Well, you know, what I suggest is you take a match down there and see if there really is a fart. No, 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 cheeks, no. Well, and, and taking a match down there, that's big in the felching community when you need to lure the hamster out. I know <laughs> that there's a fart. I just want an audible one. Like, I want sound. Goose didn't have his first audible fart around me till this year, age seven. And it just so happened that it happened to be three inches from my face. Wait. You don't, don't wish that. Wait, hold on. But, like, at least <laughs> I want my dog to audible fart. I think that I, was On like, command. I mean, that would be ideal. But Why don't like, you, you wrestle know, with your dog? I'm not going to have my dog do anything that I can't do myself. So he's not going to fart on command. But what I, like, what I want is, like, the fact that my dog still farts, but it's not with the sound. It's not as funny. It's just gross. Like, if he farted with the sound, it would be, okay, I get a nice, I get a nice little laugh. What my, about uh, grand, right. grandfatherly types like me? I mean, we sometimes are we're yours, running to the restroom and we can't trust those. Yours, words. yours has to be a 50-50 shot of whether or not you're crapping yourself. Oh, ever since chemo, yes, it's true. Yeah, same. But it's so we started putting that this queen down and now. But you know how Kevin leans into his stutter. Do you lean into that like the the uh, where you can't trust the fart and just crap yourself and blame yeah. your blame ah oh, chemo? But like, because really, once you've opened that door, like. It's free reign for you to just soil yourself whenever. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you should yeah, lean into I, that. I would just wear a diaper every day and just, just crap. Debbie, I need a new one. Oh, my God. You guys, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I had to cancel two golf games this year because of uh, vehicle disturbance. Oh, is that the politically correct way? Jim Shaver on the on, he's on the the day's injury report. Uh he's Shit. on the ten day. It's just like Jim Shaver out poopy pants. Is that what? disturbance? But Dad, your greatest perseverance was at our rehearsal dinner, and Kevin witnessed it. You know, you gave a speech and you persevered through. You know, a lot of salmonellas all, all over. There were oh yeah, not only you persevered, but through that, I ripped my pants while carrying everything outside. Then I just tore the entire thing down the back, and I went just crotchless for the entire rest of the night. It was great. So you oh, went to the Cleveland Club or whatever. I have pants problems. Yeah, it was great. We're big on pants problems here. All right, so that's our new mailbag segment. Remember to give your listener comments, questions. If there's things you want us to talk about on Facebook, Instagram, text us on the side. Let us know. All right. A late addition here for those at home. Oh, Dad's opening the paper. This makes me nervous. The Austin Powers movie character rankings. Kevin, who you got number one overall? 
I mean, it, I mean, I would be an idiot if I didn't. So one, I'm not a fan of Austin Powers for that much, but I will say I have seen them all. I would be an idiot if I didn't say my number one overall pick was Fook Me and Fook You. <laughs> the yeah, Japanese you're twins. Looking at characters. That is a character. Oh, it is. Well, I like Mini Me. Mini Me, because he reminds me of Robbie. Oh, well, let me guess. Your favorite NBA team is the Lakers. Your favorite baseball no. team is the, the Yankee. Oh. No. Pick pick the main character outside of Austin. R.I.P. Vern Troyer. Mini Me. Yeah, I think it's uh, number – for me, it's number two. Who does number two work for? No, this this is not going well, is it? Well, well I mean, back to Sesame Street then. Um, easy. Snuffleupagus? Does he have a drug problem? Question mark. <laughs> He's a coke fiend. I'll tell you that. Oh, um, I, this is a Dave Chappelle skit. Boy, bird, I'm so tired. Oh, I feel better. Yeah, that's a big drug. And the cat. No, oh wait, who was Seth Green's character? Scott Evil. Scott Evil. He was always really fun. All right. Yeah, I got one. Fat Bastard. There we go. Fat Bastard. He's He was fat. He was, I eat because I'm unhappy, and I'm unhappy because yeah, I wasn't eat. Wasn't that Mike Myers, though? I think so, yeah. Yep, it was. They, they, they ran things around him, and he had all this makeup. and. Yeah, great. So that's our power rankings. Next week, we discuss the Nutty Professor. Oh, God, no. Oh, man, I can't get my teeth there, but. Uh, Ooh, Jerry Lewis. Next week, but let's do Tyler Perry. Just any movies. Just Medea. <laughs> Medea. <laughs> what okay. comes after? I, I don't know. Movie in a while. Well, because you sit Try there and you ask questions. Jim, what was Lover. what was the last movie that you watched? Well, well, we watched uh, well, we watched that Hamilton play movie, but on uh, Disney that just came out. And then we watched, uh, oh, God, what did we watch the other day? No. Some recent stuff I've seen on Netflix. but Oh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. That's what you're trying to say. No, I didn't watch that crap. The Kissing Booth. No. <laughs> so on Sunday, I watched Catch Me If You Can. Great movie. Always. Old version? Or the, uh, is an old version, The right? Leonardo one. Yeah. I mean, oh, I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. But that one is, is such a good movie, though. You ever watch The Birds? The I've Birds without Never go outside again. Hitchcock? No. I mean, I've, I watched it young, but... I, uh, it's in black and white. We were scared to death. We couldn't go to sleep. You watched it young. I watched it young. I was in grade school. I saw it. The first movie that I ever remember watching was the TV version of It with the clown. I've hated clowns since. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, there's a there's a horror movie with the clowns. With, uh, yes, it's it's the same thing, but it was a made-for-TV movie that was like four hours. All long. right, Dad, we're gonna do a movie recommendation for you to watch this week, and then you have to review next Wizard week. Wizard of Oz is the best movie nope. ever made. Dad, Easy. you need to watch oh, this oh week. Oh my God, the Wizard. Don't get of him Oz. started. Don't get him started. Dad, satire, stop. Kevin. It's political satire. The Wizard of Oz is... The Tin Man is industry. The, the Scarecrow is farming. Factory workers. Dorothy's from Kansas. The, the Heartless the, the Lion is Congress. The Standard. The, the, the Coward Lion is Williams Jennings Bryan. The Scarecrows are the farmers. The, the Wicked Witch of the East are the bankers. And the Wicked Witch of the West is the, is, is, is the weather. Who are the Flying is Monkeys? The, the Flying Jesus. Monkeys are bankers. Can't you tell? They look is like you. favorite book, Animal Farm? Yes, I've read the book. Oh, All right, Dad, good. that's yeah, enough that. political satire here. Next week, you just have to watch the movie Teeth and then come back and we'll review Some it. pigs are more equal than other pigs. All Jim, right. You have to watch Teeth. Teeth. It's a, it's Teeth. a movie about corruption in the dental industry. Look Teeth. it up. Teeth run in our family. Look at yeah. Robbie. Look at me. <laughs> Teeth do? All right. Run in your family. Dad. Well, Interesting. Cece doesn't have him yet. Um, all right, parents. I had a dream she had something the other day. Did I tell you this? Dad, you've already, you haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> oh, you're going to ruin it for me. Dad, Please 
Google Teeth the movie. Can we go to the parenting corner? Please, for the love of God. Sure, you trust me to parent you? All right, one thing, to, full disclaimer, the Social Security card came in today, so we're going to be getting the 529 account, Dad. We're going to get that is, open. Wait, wait, what is the number? <laughs> oh. And a credit card number. 555. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we're going to open it up for all listeners to give a, you know, GoFundMe to her uh, 529 plans. Which How can you do that when you're independently wealthy? No one's going to do that. Guys, don't do that. They just bought a Peloton. They're fine. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, guys, yeah. Four four days, four workouts, down three pounds. Anybody want to fund a house? Wait, for- oh, wait on. So overall, so four days in, would you suggest it? Uh, yeah, I like it because I don't have to go anywhere and I can get a – I can sweat off 500 calories in a half an hour. But – Well, what's your weight this week? Because everybody was talking about it when we were playing golf. I know. Shit, right? 232, so we're trending. Are you down three? Yeah. But uh, we're working on it. The other thing, make sure you still 224. That's one good dump in my head. I remember when Kevin was like, I'm 225, and I was like, ah, I'm 210. But I like wouldn't. And then I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I get, I'm like waiting for Kevin to put on the married sympathy, COVID, whatever I can come up with an excuse for. I, need, yeah, I mean, I, it seems like I just need to impregnate my I mean, wife. I was at a lean 220 doing powerlifting, <laughs> Dad. I was getting after it. You've had two glasses of wine. <laughs> what are you saying, Rob? Did we cut you off? Oh, God. He just had that all day Manhattan. Yeah, I know. Here. I, got, I, I have some left. No, because I've been wanting to get one, but I haven't ever been a fan of cycling because of how much it hurts the gooch. And Lance Lance Armstrong. And it Correct. reduces well, your, I like it. It reduces well, that was going to be my next point. So when you get it, all right, you like, I have two towels. One that I put on the handlebar to wipe sweat off. The other, like, wrap around the seat to give it, like, more of a cushion. Oh, okay, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, it really gets up in there in the uh, inner thigh parts. Because, like, eventually it feels fine if you do it for a while. But, like, right at first it's like breaking in, like, a new pair of, like, flip-flop. I'm, I don't know. But, like, it just hurts. Yeah, I I think there is another. What a bunch of weenies. Suck it up for the team. Dad, you walked a mile this week. Congrats. I don't know if it was that far. <laughs> so, anyways, good – like it so far. Kelsey's really pumped to get on it. It's cool. I'll show you it sometime. But the other thing, uh, as we open this 529 plan account, uh, looking at colleges, I'm like, I don't even know if like out of state's going to be an option by the time CC's in college. It's going to be like 100 grand a year for college. Oh, that's low. You're low. You're low. That's why I'm, th- I'm like, I got to figure out what's 18 years from now. 18 years from now. How are private institutions? I mean, unless you're like a top tier, I don't know. Oh, they're all woke. Everything's going to be online. Prices are going to come way well, down. That's I saw somebody come they're like, all right, if you were a college junior right now, would you rather with like suspend your enrollment for a little bit and try to find work until you can go back to class or pay full tuition to basically go to IT or like ITT online, Phoenix online? I would be like, if it was me, if I was a junior – I take the semester off, the year off, and I'd be like, I'm gonna do use, wanna, so I'm gonna do intern, are, so, intern experience. All right, all right. So a cousin that will remain nameless at Walnut Hills that are deferring their first semester enrollment for to be a freshman because, but they're like, I'm not gonna go pay for Miami well, when I can just get the can't travel to Europe for you. Now, your cousin is going yeah. to University of Notre Dame grad school. It's seventy-five thousand dollars a year, and that's not room and board. You mean Tim? I I couldn't say that because I have attorney-client privilege. You already referenced it at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, you already did, yeah. And plus, uh, Tim told me all. Oh, well, this. then you're setting Everybody, up. it's part-time on the weekends. Oh, he's going, but he won't see you this week because he's going Friday through Wednesday to Notre Dame. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll see him soon. He'll come back down. Kevin and him have to bond quarterly. Well, then he's going to Cincinnati, but you're going to be in Marblehead. I don't. We'll figure it out this yeah, next week. I mean, this weekend. No. We'll figure that out. All right. You have so, a 1030 tea time with the Wolves this weekend. And it's golf, Kevin, and we're going to tell you all about it on Monday. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. All right. He's going to bring a gun as well. For you? Yeah. You know, one. <laughs> all right. Last thing on Parenting Corner is sports allegiances and 
One, one let's assume Cece likes sports. Should be great if she does. Great if she doesn't. But I think our NFL allegiance is kind of wide open. I like Detroit Tigers and Notre Dame football, and that's about all I care about. So, do I go like? Do we get her like Bengals stuff, Brown stuff? Not the Golden State Warriors. No. I the I. The Dubs are. I'm not loyal to the franchise. I'm loyal to the style of basketball, and right now I'm more loyal to Steve Kerr. All in Dallas Mavs, Luca. (laughs) Luca Doncic. Hey, before them was the Sacramento Kings with Chris Webber, Bobby Jackson, Doug Christie. And if you really go back, it it was it was Mike Bibby, Loyola Marymount with Paul Westhead as a coach, putting up 145 points a game. No, they the University of Michigan by 30 points in the NCAs. They did not average 145 points per game. Look it up. Google it right now. But the Kings did? No, no, no. no, no, no. Loyola Marymount. Oh, well, I don't. Yeah, it's a lot easier. He wanted them to shoot within seven seconds. Dad, you don't have to bob. You don't have to bob back and forth if you just talked into the mic the whole time. I thought you meant that the Sacramento Kings averaged 145 points per game. I'm like, that is not true. They didn't. Got it, got it. The okay. Sacramento Kings of the early 2000s was the best team to what? get shut out by a dynasty from any titles. Who? What? The Sacramento Kings. They never won shit because they had to. You should do this, and I thought it was a gang sign. No, I, that's the Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson. That's the Lakers, or the uh, Clippers. But were they better than the Utah Jazz in 96-97? Jazz was always just a hair short. I mean, they were really good. I mean, even like but like the Knicks for a long time with Starks and Ewing. Allen Houston? Exactly. Ewing's Ewing's almost 60. All right. Well, well, a little younger than basically, me. Basically, um, I- sports allegiance, I think you should stick with the Bengals. Yeah. The Bengals were you're gonna go with your hometown, but it just sucks because growing up, because growing up, Kevin, you you know as a Bears fan, they're a great legendary franchise. We had the Lions and Browns, and then moving here to the Bengals. None of them. They're three of the bottom feeder wait, franchises wait, wait. over the last if you thirty years. Robbie, into the '90s, the Browns led the NFL in the history of wins and championships. Because they won all these in the 50s and early 60s. The Lions were dominant in the 50s. I'm 63 years old. I was born in 1957. That's the last year the Lions won the NFL championship. So it's it's just a small 63-year gap, okay? Uh, The Reds are good to follow because the the, the Cincinnati is fundamentally a baseball town. They couldn't handle a basketball franchise. Um, Cincinnati does not like NBA basketball, I'll tell you that much. Even though they've had good college basketball, great college they basketball. They had Oscar Robertson, the Cincinnati Royals. Now they're love the love I college. I saw him play. Love For college basketball down here, but God, they I, I was like, I can't watch it. Kevin's like, but the only person when we were roommates I'd be able to watch basketball with. Any other Cincinnati person's like, no. And even so, Kevin would just rag on me for like in the Which, Warriors. Well, no, but like I think, but that's weird because like the NBA, like for 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 me, is always like. It's a fast-paced sport where I can watch the entire game and be engaged the entire time, right? Like, I think NFL, if you're not truly, like, a fan, sometimes it's, like, slower pace. Baseball, absolutely not. No. Are we thinking that on the sports championship Wikipedia pages this year, when they list the 2020 year, every sport will have an asterisk? No, they'll have a picture of Roger Maris. Another great movie, 61. <laughs> Where his hair is falling out. I love that. Um, I don't know. It's weird. I feel like, but you can't put an asterisk because then that just that. Look, during World War II, all the great stars weren't there for three years. Means. Bob Feller, Ted Williams—they were all gone, right? Willie May. I saw Willie Mays. I'm sorry, the Kevin. I talked over you, and I, I, I apologize because I'm not socially astute. But anyway. What were you saying about Ted Williams? I was agreeing with you. He's During right World now, War he's II. frozen. Yeah, his head is frozen. What? I'll send a picture. Can you uh, see my hands? No, 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 no. Ted, Dad, we're talking about Ted Williams' head. He's frozen for Oh, don't freeze my head. I don't want that. 
No, I'm already on record on one of these podcasts as wanting to be cremated, so it's it, I've put it yeah. into same here. I'm I don't want to rot in the ground and rolled out every year. There's Christmas. Ted Williams' frozen head. <gasps> I can't sleep tonight. He right. that guy could probably still hit. All right, we got a lot of great stuff for this week's podcast. For uh, the post, the Instagram, we'll have some pics. Here's also Ted. I got a question for you. Castellanos for the Reds. What do you think? Nick Cassianos? Yeah. Yeah. He was a stud for the Cubs last year. And the Reds. Well, you know what they said was he didn't hit a lot of home runs in Detroit because the fences were so far, and then he went to the Reds, and then he went to the Cubs. No, he went to the Cubs and then the Reds. Cubs and the Reds. Yeah, that's what everybody – if you had Cabrera's career in Great American Ballpark, be unreal. I don't want to take anything away from Joey Votto or anything like that, but – it's, Votto looked good this weekend. I Votto's a stud. He's what, 36? He's a Canadian. You know what's a sad thing? Didn't Realizing like people that are hitting like their 30s and you're just like, Kevin, you got a few years. But like realizing there's nobody that's going to be a contemporary in professional sports, a contemporary of mine in professional sports in the next 10 years. Tom Brady. Like, but there's no one to, I don't look up to anybody. Like, you don't look up to anybody as, oh, when you're in college, when you're in high school, you look at, now it's like, I don't know. I'm becoming, I'm becoming an old. I'm probably at that point now as well, though. It's like, it's like, there's no one that I really look up, like everybody that like is like a stud, a phenom, whatever it, it may be, are young. Like Patrick Mahomes, 24. Um, I, I guess the only one would be like LeBron James, but like he's gonna be out done. He's, he's He was born same year as Pat. The guy uh, is uh, for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby's up there. Yeah. He's older than you, isn't he? Uh, I, yeah, he's probably like thirty-one or so. No, I mean he's thirty-five. I'm gonna guess. I don't know. He's like it's wild to see. I know like split thirty-two. Split it. Okay. So, like, it's interesting to see because I think in the NBA, we're going to be in the next two years is going to be a big transition year of talent. That it does, it's been a perennial. You've had the Warriors, Durant, Westbrook, Harden. Because LeBron James is on, it's the 30, he's 36. It's like, but he's still crushing it. But you're going to have Zion, Luca, Luca forever. Um, uh, who's the kid? Uh, Yep. Murray, the guard. Um, it's Murray, isn't it? Or, or oh, Murray. yeah. Murray, the guy who had his uh, iPhone hacked. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a, he's the real deal. He handles the ball. He sees the floor. He shoots it. Are you talking about for the Jazz or the Nuggets? Yeah. Yeah. Jamal Murray? Yes. <laughs> for those who can't see, Kevin's got his head he in his hand. He can't rebound, Kevin. But that's he also doesn't skill. know how to set a good password on his iPhone iCloud accounts because you could have picked so many other players in the NBA, and you went Jamal Murray. He's only 20 years old. Zion, oh. he's 19. Jason Tatum. He got out of the Trey bubble. Young. He left the bubble. The uh, the kid you're gonna watch is out of uh, Lansing. Um, Duncan you, Robinson. No, Jalen no. Green. No, this kid's a junior in high school. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated when he was a sophomore. Okay, this and is apparently the pros have said they're going to change the rule, the one-and-done rule, so they can get him in right out of high school. What's the name? He it doesn't is, know. It, it's Oh, I know if I heard he played with some kids from St. John. He's 6'9", and I watch tape on him, and he's a point guard. And he's and he yeah, none of this of the is going to get – None of this is going to get used because you don't know who this person is. So it's so it's like the next LeBron James. That's what Sports Illustrated called him, a generational figure, 20 years in the making. All right, let's wrap this show up. It's been a great one. I think we have a gap of like three minutes that we might have lost, but I'll get it covered in editing. What are your final thoughts Marcus for the road? Marcus Warman. What? Marcus Warman. Yes. Okay. He's five eleven. No, not that name. That was his younger brother. <laughs> I mean, but you just said yes. All right. Hey, Kevin. Real you quick. Shit real up. quick. Hey, real hey, quick, Kevin. Kevin type into Google. Kevin, type into Google the next LeBron James. Just type it and enter. Yeah, tell man, me, what, the, tell me what comes up. 
right, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. We got it. Got it. <laughs> Lucha Tonkin. I didn't know that was coming up when I typed it in. <laughs> Dad, I think you're talking about awesome. Imani Bates. Imani Bates. That's it. I was close. Well, Luka Doncic pops up. Imani Bates. I'm gonna end it on that. Dad, what else do you have for the rest of the week? What's something you? What's on your mind for the rest of the week? I got. We've got a major, major golf tournament this weekend. Oh God. Robbie and me versus Stephen Wolf and his dad. Bring your A game, son. What are we putting on the table? Their Corvette against your Camry. Pink slips. Daughters. (laughs) How does that play out? No, I'm kidding. You're gonna trick Corvette against my Camry? I'm all in on that. Pink slips. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kevin, what you got? Oh, is it Amani Bates? Yes, we just said that. Yeah, you're oh, on tape sorry. delay. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. Watch some tape. You got to watch tape, Kevin. I want all right, all right. Honest opinion on the tape next week. I'm going to go into the film room in the basement that my dad has set up for me. With the wine bottles? Exactly, yep. <laughs> yep. Cheers. All right. Well, cheers, guys. The thing of it is we had a good time. We'll s- Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.